Hello. Welcome to Roll the Mic. Before we get started, I'd like to give a quick update on our wildly successful online store. That's www.zazzle.com backslash roll the mic. Merchandise is selling like umbrellas on a sunny day in Chinatown. We've had so much demand that our most popular item, the roll the mic belt buckle, is actually out of stock at the moment. But keep your pants on, folks. Our supply chain is hard at work to restore inventory ASAP. True fans of this podcast would have noticed two throwaway jokes in that intro. Great. This is Rollbot. Jokes will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. That jar of soup is uncanny. This summer, I found myself at a restaurant, underneath a cabana. Our waitress's name was Hannah. She wore a bandana, was from Montana, and had a sister named Susanna, who moved to Louisiana. When it came time for dessert, she asked, How about an ice cream? Maybe something that can be split. And I said, Sure, make it... Strawberry. Rap Battles on Twitter. Yo, at DMX. I just DM'd your ex. The daredevil in me had this idea of jumping off a three-story building to dunk a tea bag into a cup of hot water. But in the end, I decided it was too steep. An old friend of mine has a bad smoking habit, and he says he's been trying to quit cold turkey. To which I said, Hey man, I admire your attempt at a low-sodium diet, but I think you've got your priorities a little mixed up. now it's time for our joke of the day. Today's joke of the day is brought to you by pencils. So I guess now that Prince has died, we can refer to him as the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as Prince. And now let's go to this week's guest. Friend of the show, Tim Ashenbrenner. Hello, Tim. Tim. Are you there, Tim? All right, apparently Tim is not there. We'll have our guys try to get him on the line again. Uh, But in the meantime, I've been thinking about adding pegs to my stationary bike.
I mean a workout bike, not a bicycle made of paper. Again with the two jokes in one. My biggest pet peeve is an elephant. His name is Peeve. What did the ghetto person say when her yoga instructor asked her to leave the class? Namaste. You know what profession has really figured out how to climb the corporate ladder? Firemen. I have this idea for a hipster t-shirt. It only has an image of an iron and an ironing board, but you only wear it if it's wrinkled. Talk about irony. And now let's move on to some people's favorite part of the show, our fan mail. First up, from Northeast Philadelphia, is Kevin Mantis. Kevin says, Just reaching out on behalf of McNally's softball. We are actually looking to broaden our fan base to the West Coast, and a few members of the team had mentioned this podcast. I've listened to most of the episodes, and I find it's pretty shitty, but a few of our guys love the show. Maybe have your people reach out to ours, and maybe we can get a few players on the show. Thank you, Kevin, and thanks to your team. Anyone who listens to the podcast is okay in my book, no matter how bad they might be at softball. Next up is Sneaky Pete from Philadelphia. You used to be one of the most promising softball prospects on the Eastern Coast. You were one of my favorite players on that McNally's team. What happened, and why don't you ever talk about it? Well, Sneaky Pete, what happened was that our manager at the time, who has since been removed from his position, some kind of scandal involving animals, um, he favored the one-for-four, swing-for-the-fences, Maybe if you're lucky, you'll hit a home run with your eyes closed. Uh, That type of player. Over the more reliable, more consistent, more productive, small ball offensive players who can uh, turn any season into a 750 on-base percentage, for example. Um, That's just one of the reasons. So there you go, Sneaky Pete. Next is Tim Tim from McNally's on Ron, and Tim Tim says, Hey Mike, how ya doin'? Been messin' you at the softball games. When ya comin' back? Well, thanks for asking, Tim Tim. 
I will actually be in Philadelphia from September 30th to October 3rd uh, for a wedding. Um, I believe we may be hearing from The Bachelor later on in this episode, actually. Um, Unfortunately, I do not think I will step foot in McNally's, but I'll be thinking of you guys, maybe. Next is... Asshole from Willow Grove. He says... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't say asshole. It says Luke. Sorry. Luke from Willow Grove. He says... Couldn't help but notice you do not have much advertising on the show. A lot of our guys listen to the podcast. Personally, I don't. And was thinking maybe you'd be interested in being the voice of McNally Softball. Let me know, big guy. Next up is Jim from Tuscaloosa. I believe that's in Alabama. Jim says, Two minutes with Tim. That's a reference to uh, our old sports guy, Tim Brennan. Uh, Two minutes with Tim. More like, I want to blow my brains out because this fucking guy is clueless when it comes to sports. Hey, I got a rule change for you. Anytime that motherfucker opens his mouth, whack him in the nuts with a hammer. Thank you, Jim. Noted. We will file this under the constructive criticism folder. And uh, these are the type of things that we like to bring up at our during our annual performance reviews, um, kind of a 360 feedback thing. So, so it's always good to have something to work on. So thank you. Appreciate that. And I think this is the last one. It's from, oh, this is a familiar name. Uh... Haywood Jablomi and he says quick question why does it seem like your sports guy is not an athlete it sounds like you went to one of those comic book stores and took some nerd away from his magic game to come on your podcast does he have taped up glasses and a pocket protector too well Haywood not that I'm aware of But, since when do sports newscasters have to be athletes? I mean, have you ever heard of people like Michael Barkan, Amy Fadul, Leslie Goodell, D-Lineham, Michael Barkan? My point exactly. Alright, that's uh, the end of the fan... Sorry, cat just ran away. That's the end of the fan mail. Um... And reminder, you too can submit fan mail to be read on the air. Just go to www.rulethemike.com and click fan club. And please, for the love of God, somebody write a positive one. For every, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, 100 uh, critical negative ones, it's nice to hear one or two that says we don't suck so bad. So just will be nice be nice one of these days a little encouragement doesn't even have to say that it's good just maybe say that it doesn't suck that would be good to start rulethemike.com all right moving on 
I'm appalled at the names parents are giving their children these days. And my name isn't even Paul. Okay, my tech guys are telling me that we do have Tim Ashbrenner back on the line. Let's go to him. Tim. Uh, you there, Tim? Hello. Okay, still not there. We will check back later again, I suppose. I told my neighbor I've been working the last 20 years on something very important for the future of mankind, something science-related, called the Human Genome Project. Being a scientist himself, he said, Wow, that's awesome. Is there anything I can do to help? So I told him, Sure, go to Michael's, stock up on all the little wizard men, and mount them in your front yard. I have this friend who's always aspiring for the best. His name is Gus, and he's always aspiring. Likes to aspire. So much so that we call him Aspire Gus. My only complaint about him is that his pee stinks. Whenever I hear about people being intolerant to cheese or milk, I always blame the fish. I mean, they were the first ones to lactose, right? This may be a bit of a stretch, but I'm thinking of starting a band. Our lineup is pretty flexible at the moment, and after lots of tension-filled arguments, We've finally come up with a name. Rubber. I had to get a CAT scan the other week. It was awful. Have you ever tried to get your pet to stay still on a Xerox? Well, since we're having so much trouble with Tim, it's a good thing that uh, we have three backups at all time. So, uh... Let's go to our next guest in line. That is Mr. Pat Foley. Hey, Mike. Hey, can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. How about me? Great, great. I, uh, you, I'm sitting here in front of my... my Got my studio all laid out and with my uh, my iPad, my phone, my laptop, and TV all in front of me. And when you called, everything is all synced up to, to Google Voice. So when you called, that shit just went crazy and lit up everywhere. So I want to make sure we like, got this straight. You got to set up like Wolf? Like Wolf? What does that mean? Like in the office when Ryan makes that thing called Wolf? WPH or something like that, and all the devices ah. go off. Someone texts you. Oh, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. Actually, I apologize. I got uh, so so preoccupied with my story there, I forgot to give you a proper intro. Hold on. 
You heard that, right? Yeah, is that applause? That is applause. All right. Thank you. So, uh, thank you for joining us, Patrick. I know it's a late hour out there in in Chi-Town, the Windy City, the, uh, what else do they call it? The City of Towers, I think I heard. Anything else? I think I think you uh, nailed them all there. Yeah, got them all. All right. Well, uh, so okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, this is Patrick Foley joining us, and uh, Patrick Foley. Now that's that's a nice Hebrew name, is what I always thought. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Patrick? Sure. Um, my name is Patrick. Um, I hail from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the Ronhurst section, and I now live in Chicago, Illinois. I work for the firm, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and I do a lot of taxes. Um, so my life is very interesting. You work for the firm. Is that kind of like college football players saying that they play for the U? It's just everybody knows yeah, what it means? Yeah, it's something like that. It's something that uh, I think Joe Corcoran made it up, so that it, that there may be some uh-huh. that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, out of anybody, friend or celebrity or anything, Joe Corcoran has gotten the most name drops on this podcast by far. Yeah, he has. Um, and I don't know. He's a. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's he's top of mind, I guess, for a lot of people. So in maybe, uh, maybe, in, maybe that's good for him. I don't know. That that is probably the case. Um, in honor of Joe Corcoran, I'll give him a little sound sound bite. That was a golf ball being hit and going into the hole. Um, all right, now, so uh, so let's let's talk a little bit more about you. How is life out there in in Chicago? How are you liking your deep dish pizza? Pretty good, actually. I, I love the deep dish pizza. You know, but it's kind of a novelty though. I don't I don't have it too often. You can't. I don't want to spoil it. It's more heavy, right? It's it a is, feast yeah. every time you eat it. Usually only do it when we have uh, some visitors come out because it's more of the touristy thing to do. Um, uh huh. And yeah, but I, but I but I enjoy it every time, you know. Um, okay. So, so what do you usually get baked it? inside it? So I guess this, I guess what they call it is the the Chicago style. It's like uh, of course. I think it's like uh, I think it's like sausage, green peppers, and onions. Um, so you maybe do like a half of that, and then just half of a uh, your plain cheese. Sometimes I get pepperoni. Yeah. Well, we it's a good it thing up. you like it. Yeah, that that would really yeah. suck if you if you moved all the way out there and then you just discovered that you don't like deep dish pizza. That would kind of be a letdown. Yeah, because it was the sole reason for moving here. So then, yeah, that would that would not have been good. Right. Right. Well, glad we don't have to worry about that. Um, so that's that's something about Chicago. What uh, comparing the two major metropolitan areas, Philadelphia and Chicago, what what would you say is something that Philly does better than Chicago? It can be food. It can be entertainment wise. Can be anything. Okay, what Philly does better? All right. So, as cliche as it may sound, the uh, the the pretzels the soft pretzels are so much better in Philadelphia and bread bread itself um, I know that's something that everyone would say but it actually is a true statement um, the soft pretzels and bread out here just suck 
And when you say bread, you mean like like the classic yeah, like Amoroso yeah, like roll? I'll say, I'll say like a roll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That but is I interesting. Did, so actually, can I tell a little story? I guess it's not a story, but a little thing. You can last do whatever Friday, you want. It's your show. Last, uh, I guess it was Friday night. They, I went to a, I guess, a bar owned by someone from Philadelphia. And okay. Their main their main item is the cheesesteak, and he he gets his rolls flown in. But he gets Amoroso rolls flown in. Wow! So he, Do you think they go through so, security? I, I, I like. I guess does it so. check luggage or is it carry on? That, that, that thing works. You have to. Are you there, Pat? Somehow somehow it works, and I had the cheesesteak. Ah, you cut out there for a minute. Sorry. And oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, continue. But yeah, he uh, he he gets them flown in. I I went, I got the cheesesteak, and it was delicious. So it, was, it took me a, a year and a half to find this place, but it was uh it was worth the wait. That's nice, and also kind of a funny coincidence. Um, after a year, a year and a half of living out here, uh, we just discovered a Philadelphia themed soft pretzel place that's right in our neighborhood, and so they have like. Oh, yeah. Flyers and Eagles gear hanging from the ceiling and stuff, but their their shtick is that they do soft pretzels, which you cannot find out here. So that's kind of nice. But funny right. you mentioned that. Yeah. Um. All right, and and it sounds like you're liking Chicago. Is that is that a long term plan for you guys, or what's what's going on there? Have you decided yet? We 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 think we're probably uh, we're targeting a move back uh, next. Spring. Our, our our current lease is ending at the end of next April, at which time we'll uh, be heading back east. I see. Back to back to the homeland. That's great. Yeah. So and it, it was it, we had a we had a good run out here though. Oh, I'm sure Chicago is going to miss the hell out of you guys. Yeah, and uh, they while I will be leaving, they will still have a their own Patrick Foley or Pat Foley, who is the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. I think he's the color commentator. So while, while they're losing one Pat Foley, they're, they're keeping another. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's good. Don't want to lose too yeah. many Pat Foley's at once. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, so you said, uh, what one thing Philly does better than Chicago is the, the doughy, uh, stuff. Um, what's something that Chicago does better than Philly? Um, I brought up the the pizza thing, so don't don't feel like you have to say that. Okay, I would say the pizza as a whole is better in Philly, but um, okay, other than, okay, other than the deep dish side. But yeah, uh, I don't want to stick to food, but I'm gonna have I'm going to for for one part of it. I'm gonna say just the the restaurant. You're a food guy, right? You like to eat. Yeah, I do like to eat it. It's a, it's one of my favorite pastimes. Um, I'd say the restaurant scene, bar scene, as a whole, is much better here. There's great variety. Um, tons, tons of places. Now, could that, could that have anything to do with you're you're pretty close to what I would assume is like the heart of downtown Chicago? There, right? Um, did you ever have that experience in living downtown Center City, Philadelphia? I did not. So that do you think probably, that might have something to do with it? Yeah, I would. I think so. That's that's a good observation, Mike. That's that's what I do. I just observe. Yeah. Sit well, I back also and observe. Enjoy the summer out here. 
this the summer out here is great because we we uh we live fairly close to Lake Michigan, so mm-hmm. we can take a stroll over with the with our pup. Uh, go over love taking strolls. Yeah, so good views, and then they got the they got the uh, North Ave Beach over there. So it's nice. very nice. Yeah, here nice I hear Chicago in the summertime is is uh, something to behold. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's good stuff. A lot of rooftop bars and such, so a lot, a lot to do, a lot, a lot to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it says here that you are getting married soon. Is that is that still happening? As of as of now, that is still happening. Uh, what well, we are two and a half weeks away or so. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen. I believe uh, the yeah, so Phillies caught the Mets now, thirteen games back in two and a half weeks one time. What was that? Sorry, I was talking over. I said I. Th- I think one year the the Phillies caught the Mets when they were like thirteen games back in two and a half weeks before. That's right. Just goes to show you what can happen in two and a half weeks. Yeah, a lot can happen. So I'm not um, gonna. I'll keep you updated. I think you. Uh, think you uh, are, are going to come. So I don't, I don't want you. To, I did RSVP. Yes. I don't want you to spend uh, all that. Uh, time on a flight back if it's not going to happen unless unless you plan to have have other plans to, while you're in Philadelphia. No, I, a little a little heads up would be appreciated there for sure. Um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you know. I'll let I'll let you in on a little secret. My I have this thing with wedding RSVP things. Did yeah. when I sent that back the mailing address did that go to you guys or somebody's parents? That was to us. Okay, good. So I don't know if you saw it, but on the on the RSVP line, it's there's a little line that says, "Well, you say are you signing? Are you not?" And then there's a little line, I guess, where you're supposed to sign your name as Mister or Mrs. Whatever, and the M is already written for you. So you're just yeah. supposed to fill in the Mister or Mrs. I, I assume that's what it would be. But but me, being the the prankster that I am, I just use the M. And then I write I K E and let it spell out Mike, <laughs> which I think is the funniest thing in the world. But I haven't gotten any any feedback on that yet. I don't think I really know. Out of the handful of weddings that I've been to. Um, but now that you say it, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> as we were, what, what I did notice though, as we were doing the seating charts um, last week, as I was going back through them. Oh no. You, you guys got a. Fish and vegetarian? What? Like that's pretty weak order, man. <laughs> that does sound pretty weak when you say it uh, like that. Um, well, Dory is a vegetarian, so that's so that's that. And uh, me, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. At the time, it was probably right after. I was probably feeling fat or something, and decided that I need to need to tone it down a little bit or something. Um, yeah. Well, maybe you can. Yeah. Uh, swap your fish for a play with uh, someone fat, like. Uh, Tim Keogh or something. That that's a good uh, yeah. Try and convince him that he's the one that actually needs the lower calorie meal. <laughs> um, exactly. It's definitely one of those things that I'll regret as soon as it gets brought to the table, though. But eh, who knows? Hopefully, who cares? Give you a taste. Um, so this this wedding thing. Uh, have you ever gotten married before? Still there? Yeah, still okay. here. Oh, I thought you dropped for a second there. Okay. No. Every couple of minutes, it seems to happen. Um, but I was asking, the, with the whole wedding happening, have you ever been married before, or is this your first time? No, first time. 
Yeah. First time you'll you'll enjoy it. Um, I hear that. Uh, well, can you can you remind the audience who your best man is? My best man uh, is Tim Keogh. And are you nervous about the best man's speech at all? Either nervous for yourself, nervous for him? Um, I am nervous that it will be uh, inappropriate in, in, the, uh, in the face of parents and grandparents and children. Right, he's got to know his audience. Because uh, I'm sure you'll have quite a few beers by the time he gets that microphone. So we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But uh, All right. That'll be interesting. Sure we'll, have, we'll make sure the cameras are rolling. Very. Still there, Pat? Yep. Okay. We got you again. All right. Um, another wedding-related question. How many slices of cake do you think you're going to eat? At the wedding? At the, the wedding. wedding. One, One night. night. Uh, I don't think I'll eat any official cake cutting. I guess I'll have like a, a few bites during that. But that might be the, the extent of it for that night. Yeah, going to do a lot of dancing. Don't want to do it with a full belly. Right, exactly. This is this is not the, the, the time to show off your eating abilities, I, get, I suppose. Yeah, maybe I may, may I may have a, a slice or two late night. Who knows? Ah, uh, uh, right. Yeah. Afterwards, but that, that who won't? That, that's a that's a possibility. But you know, yeah, yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, um, now the fun part. Um, so we actually my my producing team uh, got in touch with your your bride to be, Laura. And because just in case you forgot her name, and um, we had her play the newlywed game for you. So oh, if you're not great. sure how this works or, or audience doesn't know, we asked Laura a series of questions about Pat, and she had to answer from the perspective of Mr. Pat Foley. So we're going to see how this goes and how much how much you know about each other. I guess it's now that I think about it, it's really more about how much she knows about you, which is kind of the opposite of what I was going for. But it's okay. We'll work with it. Are you ready, Pat? I am ready. So you All right. ask me a question and I just answer it, or I'll we'll we'll start off with an easy one. The question is what what kind of milk does Pat drink, and Laura gave her answer of what she thinks you drink, and you're going to give your answer, and we're going to compare the two and see if you both agree on what kind of milk Pat drinks. Okay. So you want my answer now? I would like your answer now. I drink fat-free milk. Wow. I thought that was an easy one. Did she was there a recent... Was there is it is there a recent change in your diet or something? No, I always okay. Interesting. She said two percent. 
No, that 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 is incorrect. <laughs> that, that's incorrect. <laughs> okay, I thought that I was starting off by uh, putting putting the ball on the tee there and just letting it rip. But uh, yeah, I could okay, right now, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> that's true. Maybe maybe you are actually buying the two percent milk, but you're under the impression that it's fat free. In which case, that would the joke would kind of be on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speak. Speaking of that, I know you mentioned my diet. I lost eleven pounds since July. Yeah, does it have anything to do with the milk? It could. I don't know. <laughs> so that is, uh, possibility. That's good. Good for you. Got to get a whole new belt now and stuff, right? Yeah, and I, I did it without even going to the gym. <laughs> Just all diet. I don't. Really, I, I didn't really do anything different. <laughs> Oh, well, nice. Just kind of happened. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, okay, question number two. Which side is Pat's good side? My good oh, side. shit, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. I got I to gotta buzz you out on the last one. <laughs> okay, I, I I paid a lot for this soundboard, so I have to make sure I get my money's worth. Okay, yeah. back to question number two: Which side is Pat's good side? I will say my left side. <laughs> I'm sorry, Laura said, and I quote. He'll probably say both sides. That's not a bad answer. Which I think may have been a shot at, at, at your arrogance or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, or she just thinks I'm, like, really hot. That, that could be it, too. Yeah. Well, this next question, I think, will kind of uh, speak to that a little bit, maybe. Um, the question is... Which celebrity would play Pat in a movie? Hmm. Now, I guess she probably didn't have any uh, stipulations. What is it like? Celebrity like actor or could it be like an athlete or just what? No, I, I think the, uh, just the assumption is that it's an actor. Yeah. Um. What celebrity would play me? I have no idea. Um, I can kind of see this in a... Uh, to a lot lesser extent. <laughs> um, if it were me, like, I don't know, maybe like uh, Tobey Maguire? Mmm, the old Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm sorry. We the answer we were looking for, Bradley Cooper would play Pat Foley in a movie. Ah, yeah. So going on your theory, maybe maybe that's her way of saying that that maybe you kind of look like Bradley Cooper, and he's a handsome yeah. guy. I think she just thinks I'm a lot better looking than I really am. <laughs> and drink different milk, apparently. Um, okay, question number four. Uh, this this is one of my favorite 
responses that she gave. Uh, if Pat and his friends were out at a bar and somebody says to another person, to one of the friends, oh, dude, that's such a Pat Foley move, or you're, you're pulling a Foley, what might they be referring to? Uh, <laughs> um, I would say, like, chugging all the beers, but I don't do that. So, <laughs> um, I don't know, probably some, like, uh, like, like fairy-type dance move or something like that. All right, you're on the scoreboard. I'll I'll count it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the answer. She her response was uh, maybe dancing leprechaun like, like weird jumping moves. Do you like to do you like to jump around weirdly? Uh, I don't know that I jump around. Uh, but I have dance. <laughs> I have I have Irish. I have an Irish dance on uh, on a few occasions. I see. Okay. okay. All right. Well, you're you're on the board. Um, next question. What color did you wear? Uh, did this is she? What did what color did she wear on her first date with Pat? Wait. What? You just came out of nowhere. You might have dropped for a second. What color did Laura wear on her first date with you? Oh. Uh, first date. We went to a Sixers game. So far, so good. Um, so, I'll go with, like, white. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll give it to you. All right. She said um, she, has no, she has no idea, but you guys did go to a Sixers game, so she's going to guess something blue or red. Since they're Sixers colors, she did not say what white, but you guys are you're on the same page there, so I'll give it to you. All right, two in a row. Okay, kind of two in a row. That's right. Uh, number six. What is the funniest slash silliest or most random date you guys have been on together? Hmm. Dates. <laughs> Did you at any point? Uh, I don't know. It might have been the Sixers game. You're on fire. You sure she's not there giving you the answers? She is not. All right. Well, her her uh, reasoning for that one, uh, she said it was your first date, the Sixers game, and it was with about ten other guys and no girls. So really? I, uh, I, I, I don't shoot the messenger. I uh, I will commend you on that because that that says that you were up against a, a lot of competition. If you beat out ten other guys that night, that's good. Something yeah, to be proud of. That's a good spin. Yeah, I like that. Thank Did you. the Sixers win? Um, no, they didn't. 
Oh, they lost. That's they unfortunate. Lost the, they lost to the Thunder, but they scored a hundred points, and we they got a uh, free Big Macs. Ah, that's all that counts. Yeah, it was when they had Kevin Durant. Uh huh. Before he moved uh, west to to your right, USA. right. To my oh right yeah that's I forget that's all the that's in the same state all the way up there it's a long way away yeah, yeah. um all right uh this is a a pretty popular question I wouldn't be surprised if you guys discussed it at some point or another um wait you got you got four questions right so far right I believe so yeah um, okay I guess yeah uh. What is the first thing Pat would do if he? What What's the first thing he would buy if he won the lottery? Did we lose you? Yeah, there you go. All I okay. heard was well, the first thing I would do, and then what? If first thing you would buy if you won the lottery. First thing I would buy if I won the lottery. Um, um, probably a house. Between a house or a car, but I'd probably go with a house. <laughs> it was a little golf clap. Correct. A house oh, was yeah. was the answer. Um. Okay. Four more questions. Man, this doesn't look so long when I uh, when I write it down on paper. Um, Pat, are you having fun? Hello, what Pat. Fun? What about? Fun? Are you having fun? Am I having fun? Yes. <laughs> I'm having a great. I'm having a great time. Okay, good. Just making sure that was not one of the questions I asked her, but that was just a a pause. Okay. Uh, what is Pat's? Yeah, just make sure that the that the uh, guest still has a pulse. Um, what is Pat's go-to TV show on Netflix when he can't decide what to watch? Uh, it's got to be The Office. Given my reference at the beginning of the show. Right. That is correct. So, I think you're up to six points now. Wow. After a tumultuous start, that is a yeah, that's pretty impressive comeback. Pretty bad start, yeah. Don't call it a comeback. In the words of Chuck D, I think that was Chuck D, right? I don't know. Okay, uh, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a great one. What word or phrase does Pat overuse? Um, I I walk around a lot and I scream yo, like uh, <laughs> like um, what's it called um, like Marky Mark, like yo. <laughs> I do. You do that around around the apartment. Yeah, I do that a lot, and she doesn't like it. Uh huh. Let's see what the see what the soundboard has to say say about that one. I'm sorry. That does that does sound like it's uh, an overuse case, but 
she went with something different. She says, are you there? Just want to make sure I'm not talking yep. to a ghost. Okay. Yep, I'm here. He, she says, he does this thing. It seems like when I'm telling him something for the 15th time or that he's wrong, where he'll just make random noises as his answer. He does that a lot. <laughs> Which I laughed out loud when I read that. Is it true? Can you can you attest to that? Um, yeah, it's probably true. Probably true. Okay. All right. Uh, we should try it. <laughs> when you're wrong, just 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 stop arguing and admit defeat and just make animal noises or something. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll keep that one in my back pocket. I feel like that's. Yeah. The first time I, I try to use that, it's uh, I'll I'll be interested to see what kind of reaction that gets, cause yeah, yeah. Let me know how. <laughs> All right. Uh, what snack food can't Pat live without? Um. I don't know. I love chips. I'll go with chips. Add another right. point to the board. She said chips and salsa. You uh, no, you like the that, that, that's her answer. I don't eat chips and salsa all that much. I just eat chips. Oh, so you were saying like potato chips, and she was saying well, like the tortilla well, no, chips. I, I will eat the tortilla chips, but I don't always have the salsa. Pat, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to say goodbye. Do you really eat tortilla chips without the salsa? Yeah, sometimes. That's good. weird. Your mouth doesn't turn into like a bowl of dust from just the dryness of it? Nah, I usually have, I have, I always have a drink. It's like uh, these pretzels are making me thirsty. It's like that. You have the, you have the chips and you have the something to drink. I get it. Is it a taste thing or a, or a calorie diet thing? Um... I don't know. I guess I just like the way they taste. Okay. Well, to each his own, I suppose. Yeah, we got. Can't I say I'm. Uh, got this new bag from Trader Joe's uh, last week. They have somewhat of a flavor to them, but they're just like your standard chips. But they don't taste. The they're corn. not going to Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trader Joe's brand. They taste a little better. So, yeah, they're pretty good. Mm. All right. Can't say I like that response, but moving on. Um, I'm giving you the point for that one because, uh, yeah, that was that was a that was a correct answer. So I think right. that's seven now. Does that sound right? Um, what was the last one? I don't know, seven or eight. But let's move on. Trying to weasel your way into another point. All right, eight points. Um, okay, two more questions left. All right. If Pat if Pat were to sing karaoke, which song would he pick? Um, it would definitely be the Killers. You're probably, halfway there. It would probably be probably Mr. Brightside.
that a cat? That is a woman crying. Because you're wrong! Uh, what did she say? Uh, read my mind? No, all, all these things that I've done. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. It is. Uh, you know, I do not like at all the killer's latest song. Uh, the man? Yes. Hate it. Can't stand it. Yeah. Not their best. Not their best. No. No, not at all. I'm going to the concert. Uh, I think it's in January or February. They're they're out here. But we'll I assume you've seen the them before. Of... Yeah, they're great. We'll see how the rest of their album is. I think it comes out at the end of this month. Mm hmm. All, all right. right. Last question. All right. You have eight points. What is Pat's favorite dish that she makes when she cooks? Um. And I'll give you a little hint here because it's it's not it's not necessarily cooked by her, but it's it's home cooked, and I guess she could be the one presenting it to the table. It's not necessary. Like, so I could make it? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, no. No. It's, uh, well, I don't want to be too specific, but it's, it, Is it, it could be from her. Street? No, it could be from her side of the family. That's, a, that's as, as specific as I'm getting. Oh, um. Oh, what the hell's the name of it? Uh, I know what it is, but I can't think of the name. It's this one, some stupid Italian name. <laughs> uh, that is oh, that is a true statement. And is it Veal Scalpini? Yes, yes, it is. That, that stupid, stupid Italian, Italian dish. dish. Yeah. All right. Nice showing. I thought that this was going to be a... Uh, a... I would say that her mom makes that mostly. It's, uh, but yeah, either way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what she said, yeah. But uh, nice job. I thought this was going to be a, a dumpster fire after the, the first couple questions. How, I, it, it boggles my mind. I cannot understand how how... You don't know what kind of milk each other's drinks. Like you don't, you don't know what's sitting there in your fridge. But yet she knows that pulling a foley means dancing around like a leprechaun. Yeah. Well, you know why she doesn't know what kind of milk it is? It's because she doesn't drink milk, so she never even pulls out the carton. Mm-hmm. So that is just okay. That's I'll I'll take your word for it. I, I bet if we did this game in reverse, where. You know, she was guessing what I answered. It would be the opposite of what happened here today. You think you would get a lot less questions right about her than what she got about you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true for true for all guys. I think yeah. you could say that for sure. Yeah. But so, all right. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I hope you had fun. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Turned out turned out well too. Good score. Great. Great. Yeah, I think so too. I hope uh, hope this recorded and uh, it, we didn't do it all for nothing. So uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, so your total score is is nine. 
nine out of twelve. Like, and how, how many questions was that? Twelve. Twelve questions. That's pretty good. So uh, yeah, that is pretty good. I was I was actually looking up like celebrity um, uh, newlywed scores and everything, and and coincidentally, you guys actually scored the same as what John and Lorena Bobbitt received when they played this game. So uh, here's to uh, here's. Damn, the joke doesn't work if you don't know who they are. No, I have no idea who that is. It's a some woman that cut the guy's dick off when they were married. So oh, I was going to okay. say, here's here's to hoping you don't turn out like them. Yeah, I sure hope not. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, any any last words, Pat? Any uh, you want a, a final send off or anything? No. Uh, I, I'll just say I had I had fun, Mike, and thanks for having me on the the podcast. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Great, yeah, pleasure's all on uh, on this side of the country. Um, and yes, we, we will look forward to seeing you there with our our pescatarian and vegetarian plates in front of us. Beautiful. Can't wait. All right. Thank, Thank you, Pat. All right. Nice talking to you, Mike. You too. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. That's all the time we have for today, folks. Be sure to join us next time as we interview the future ex-Mrs. Foley as we find out where she went wrong in life and what led her to make the regrettable decisions that she did. Until then, I'm Mike Rule. Michael, can you hear me? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. Like the actor that played Batman. See you, Mike.